Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Clark, and you're listening to part three in my podcast series discussing challenges to optimal fat burning. If you haven't yet listened to episode nine and 10, I recommend you doing that prior to listening to this episode, number 11. In episodes nine and 10, I review 17 of MWLW's 33 challenges to optimal fat burning. In this episode, I will go through challenges 18 through 26. I thought I'd maybe get all of our challenges done in a three-part series, but I was wrong. There will be one more. This list is 10 years in the making. Every item is based on clinical feedback from our patients that myself and all of our nurses have observed over the years. While you may have glanced at this list during a follow-up appointment or when we've posted it on social media, my intent with this podcast series is to expand on each of the 33 challenges in the hopes that when the reasoning behind each challenge is explained, you can better understand exactly why we are making the recommendations that we do, ultimately leading you to better plan adherence and thus maximizing your weight loss success. Without further hesitation, let's get going on number 18. Are you consuming more than four ounces of cheese per day? Or are you consuming store-bought cheese crisps or chips, such as moon cheese, cheese wisps, or similar? As a reminder, the MWLW plan does limit cheese intake to a max of four ounces per day. Cheese is a great source of vitamin A, vitamin B12, zinc, phosphorus, and riboflavin. And who doesn't love cheese? Although I would argue that some love cheese so much that we've had issues in the past where these particular cheese-loving patients have consumed upwards of half or more of their daily protein allowance in cheese. Now you might be asking yourself, well, what's the problem with that? Well, I'm going to tell you. There is quite a variance in the macronutrient profile when it comes to cheese. Some cheeses are relatively high in fat, protein, and calories, while others are somewhat lower in fat, protein, and calories. As I have touched on in previous challenges discussed within this series, too much or too little of anything, whether it be fat, protein, carbs, or calories, can throw off the ketogenic macronutrient balance for weight loss we are striving to achieve. Limiting daily cheese allowance is the only way we can mitigate the potential of reduced or excess macronutrient consumption. Another reason for the limitation has to do with the fact that there are many individuals that, unbeknownst to them, do not tolerate or respond poorly to dairy products. And there are two primary reasons for this. One, intolerance to lactose or the milk sugar that's found in dairy products. Or two, intolerance or an allergy to casein, a milk protein found in dairy products. Some lack the necessary digestive enzymes to break down lactose sugars and protein. If you can't digest lactose or casein, you're likely to experience unpleasant side effects such as fatigue, bodily inflammation, skin-related rashes or acne, or GI issues such as gas, bloating, or diarrhea. For those that are metabolically sensitive, it may increase your insulin despite the fact that cheese contains minimal carbohydrates. If you suspect you may be lactose or casein intolerant, I suggest stopping all cheese products for two weeks to see how you feel. Less bloating, less fatigue, weight loss rate pickup, cheese, or dairy in general might be an issue for you. Whether or not you have a sensitivity to dairy, poor quality cheeses are off limits. Some foods labeled cheese are not really cheese at all, but actually lab-made products containing unhealthy refined oils, artificial flavors, preservatives, and added sugar. Examples include Velveeta, Cheese Whiz, and Kraft Singles. If your cheese is an incandescent yellow in color, it's likely not real cheese at all, but rather processed sludge in disguise. Stay away from that stuff. Last point to bring up regarding cheese, stay away from store-bought cheese chips and crisps. 
First, many of these are combined with other ingredients not found in cheese. Only the homemade cheese chips that you can accurately measure are okay to have on the MWLW plan. I mean, who hasn't bought a bag of cheese wisps or moon cheese and gone to town? They are far too easy to overindulge in, and they are actually more condensed and concentrated in makeup than the ones you make at home. For the homemade versions, we calculate one ounce of cheese prior to it being cooked. If you were to weigh that ounce of cheese after it's cooked, you will notice a loss of approximately half of its volume. So it will now weigh one half of an ounce. While we lose volume in the cooking process, we don't lose much of its nutritional content. The store-bought versions serving size per ounce are measured after they are cooked. So even if you were to limit yourself to an ounce of these, you are essentially getting the equivalent of two ounces. So let me give you an example. One ounce of moon cheese or cheese wisps is going to be about 11 grams of protein, 14 ounces of fat, and 170 calories. One ounce of, let's say, Sargento cheddar sliced cheese, this is giving the example now of something you would make at home, is going to have about seven grams of protein, seven and a half grams of fat, and 120 calories. So you can now see that you are getting, give or take, about twice as much fat, protein, and calories from the store-bought cheese chips compared to the homemade version. In other words, if you consume two ounces of store-bought cheese chips from a purely macronutrient perspective, you are actually consuming four ounces per MWLW standards. Can you see how easily this can add up and throw you over the macronutrient level we are aiming for at MWLW for weight loss to occur? There really is a difference, and dismissing those differences can easily lead to a stall or halt in your weight loss. My suggestion while doing the MWLW plan with the objective of weight loss in mind, stick with the homemade version. Number 19, exceeding two tablespoons within the optional extras category per day. As a reminder, you may, but you don't have to, consume a max of two tablespoons combined total of any of the following optional extras per day. Reduced sugar ketchup, regular Miracle Whip, regular sour cream, regular PB Fit or PB2, taco sauce, unsweetened 100% cocoa powder, or unflavored regular half and half. Two tablespoons max per day combined total. So if you have two tablespoons of half and half, you're done with this category for the day. Or if you have one tablespoon of half and half and one tablespoon of reduced sugar ketchup, you're done for the day in this category. You get my point. As mentioned in several challenges prior, too much of anything can lead to a slow or halt in your weight loss, thus the limits set forth. Number 20, excess condiment usage. In addition to some of the condiment type items listed under the optional extras category, we do have others listed within our optional daily freebies category. These include mustard, Worcestershire, buffalo sauce, hot pepper sauce, soy sauce, juice from a lemon or a lime. And while you can technically have unlimited amounts of the freebies I just rattled off, if you were to tell me you're having a quarter cup of mustard per day, or you're squeezing the equivalent of two to three lemons or limes in your water each day, that might very well be a problem. That is not at all what I would consider typical use. The lesson here, be mindful of your condiment use in both the optional extras and the optional freebies category. If you are someone who is experiencing slowed or stalled weight loss, could this be part of it? Well, it might, and it's definitely worth further reflection. Number 21, imitation crab meat. Real crab meat has a fabulous nutritional profile. 
Have at it. But that's not what I'm talking about here. If you are buying that pretty looking crab appearing package stuff, it is more than likely imitation crab meat. Imitation crab meat is made from a fish paste called surimi. Surimi is often made from pollock fish combined with starch, sugar, egg whites, and crab flavoring. This paste is formed and dyed to appear like crab. It does not contain any crab meat at all, and it's high in carbs and low in protein. Stay away from it. Another fact that many are not aware of, if you have ordered crab meat of any sort at an Asian restaurant, it is typically the imitation stuff. Fire beware. Number 22, timing of a woman's menstrual cycle. A little about a woman's menstrual cycle in the midst of weight loss. Have you noticed your periods have changed? More frequent, less frequent, change in flow, change in typical duration, having a period despite not having one for months or even years. Do not worry, all of this is normal. The main reason you may be experiencing erratic periods has to do with fat loss and the release of hormones and toxins from within fat cells. Adipose tissue or fat cells don't just store fat, they also store store fat-soluble vitamins, hormones, pollutants, toxins, and a variety of other substances that are foreign to the body. Under normal conditions, these contents are slowly released into the bloodstream, but they are more rapidly freed during weight loss as stored fat is required for energy. Hormone balance is a delicate process, and even slight increases can trigger changes to your cycle. No, this is a temporary imbalance and ultimately will lead to a more balanced hormonal system. I can't tell you how many women over the years were told they could not get pregnant and end up getting pregnant while doing the MWLW plan. This is ultimately due to the hormonal balance they achieved due to their weight loss. Another point that I want to bring up is that it is not at all uncommon to suddenly find you are out of ketosis despite following plan just prior to and even during the first few days of your cycle. The days leading to your cycle are characterized by heightened progesterone and low estrogen. This rise in progesterone does temporarily make you more insulin resistant, thus more sensitive to carbohydrates. In this case, you do not need to go back to phase one as long as you have not deviated from the plan. Stay the course and know you will be right back in ketosis once this temporary normal hormonal fluctuation is complete. And remember, it is not uncommon for some women to experience bloating and heightened water retention just prior to and in the very beginning of their cycle. Don't panic if your weight is up despite doing all the right things. This is just not something that can be helped as it is physiologic and normal. Number 23, how are those lean and semi-lean ratios going? If you've been with us for a while, you've probably noticed that over the years, we have changed around the ratios of lean to semi-lean proteins, gradually decreasing leans and increasing the semi-leans. I can't stress enough that dietary fat should not be feared. When eating low-carb or keto, fat is absolutely necessary. All of our changes are based on research, continuing education, as well as what we observe clinically. With our ratio standards of lean and semi-lean, we have taken into account macronutrient content. This is to assure you are consuming the proper balance of protein, fat, and calories while doing keto with the goal of weight loss in mind. To this day, we still have women, yes, women, because we just don't see this with men, who remain loyal to the dogmatic concept that dietary fat is bad. These women will consume the vast majority or even all of their protein within the lean category. What is the harm, you ask? 
Well, let me list for you the problems with this self-directed strategy. Number one, you are not getting in sufficient macronutrients to maintain and improve your general health or to maintain your current muscle mass, which is going to leave you at risk for muscle wasting. Number two, you will be left feeling hungry shortly after meals and definitely between them. Number three, you will feel tired and have low energy. Number four, if you're doing mostly chicken, let's say, which per ounce is higher in protein than many of our other protein options, you may be getting in too much protein, which as I've mentioned in some of our previous challenges can lead to weight loss stall or standstill. And number five, you're probably going to have some very dry skin and potentially some hair loss. And no, you are not going to lose weight any faster by consuming the majority of your proteins within the lean category. I've been doing this for 10 years now. I have earned the privilege to say I know what I'm talking about. So if you are one of these individuals, please, please stop with this self-sabotaging and damaging nonsense. A similar logic applies to those consuming the majority of proteins in the semi-lean category. Have we not learned from the old Atkins diet? Not to down Atkins, because the man was brilliant with his carbs of the problem thinking. Too much dietary fat may lead to weight loss for some for a period of time, and more often this is men than women, as a woman's metabolism does not respond as generously as a man's when it comes to excess fat intake. But regardless of gender, weight loss will plateau and plateau hard. This is where many experience frustration with the old Atkins diet. So stick with the ratios we have set forth. An occasional deviation in the ratios here and there is okay, as long as you are mostly on target with the 6 and 6 for women or the 7 and 7 for men. Number 24, are you consuming greater than four ounces of fruit per day? We have battled within our fruit category for nearly 10 years now at MWLW. There have been many fruits removed or further limited from our approved list based on what we were observing to be problematic for our patients. With our most recent plan overhaul completed in early 2020, I finally feel like we found a happy medium by categorizing fruit as optional and limiting it to four ounces rather than using cups to measure as we had in the past. Fruit can be an area of confusion as it has been marketed as healthy for many years and in general it has positive stigma behind it. However, when doing keto for weight loss, consumption of fruit can make it difficult to remain within the carbohydrate macronutrient range sweet spot. Women in particular are more sensitive to fruit sugar. Now add the fact that many of the women we see at MWLW have a level of metabolic damage we are working to improve or reverse. Fruit can make it nearly impossible for these women to lose, even when adhering to the four ounce limit. In these cases, fruit must be eliminated altogether to achieve weight loss. Another aspect of fruit that is often overlooked is that for some, it can trigger the sugar addiction cycle to flare. We have sensitized brains and bodies, and even fruit sugar can lead to a resurgence in cravings. Do self-monitoring. Are you finding you crave sweets or more fruit shortly after consuming them? If so, you may be one of these individuals. In this case, your best bet is to eliminate fruit while in the process of weight loss. Ultimately, the hope is once you're at your goal, once you have experienced metabolic healing, fruit can be reintroduced and you no longer find it to be a triggering event. Remember, fruit is nature's candy. Enjoy responsibly. Number 25. Are you consuming greater than two to three cups of approved vegetables per day? Vegetables are so good for you. You absolutely should be getting in your required two to three cups per day. Hell, I'm going to suggest you stick closer to three cups because they are so good for you. So many vitamins, minerals, as well as fiber. As I've mentioned several times within this podcast series, too much of anything is not good. Simply put, we're sticking with two to three cups to keep you within that keto for weight loss macronutrient sweet spot. Once you get to maintenance, have more veggies 
and consider expanding to those not currently on our approved list, but not until you meet your weight loss goal. Number 26, fat bombs. There is a whole wide world of ketogenic fat bombs out there. All it takes is a simple Google search. While these devilish little keto treats contain no carbs and most often little to no protein, they do contain a lot of fat. And honestly, can anyone stop with just one or two? Absolutely not. No way. I can't stress enough that unless you create the appropriate conditions for your body, weight loss will not occur. At MWLW, our plan is designed with these appropriate conditions in mind. The volume restriction we have set forth takes all of this into consideration. Too much fat will absolutely slow or halt your weight loss. Bring these in once you're in maintenance. But again, not too many. A quick side note, I often suggest for someone who apprehensive about deviating from the MWLW plan once they transition to maintenance, that they continue eating exactly how they have been, but add more fat. An easy way to do this is to bring in fat bombs. This allows for a bit of a treat while also providing increased fat and thus calories to remain in ketosis so you're continuing to reap the many health benefits of the state of nutritional ketosis, but also to stop losing weight. So you can see here, in this case, we're adding more fat to stop the weight loss process for somebody in maintenance. You can see how you adding more fat in while you're trying to lose weight can completely backfire. Remember, at the end of the day, calories do matter. So get your fat in, but not too much. Fat bombs are just not going to allow for weight loss to occur. Well, we're almost done. One more episode to go until all 33 challenges to optimal fat burning have been reviewed. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have a subject you'd like me to discuss on a podcast or a question I can include in a future listener question episode, I'd love to hear it. I encourage you to email either the Racine or Greenfield office email to let me know. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and consider giving it a five-star review. And don't forget to check out our merch. Christine, nurse manager in Greenfield and graphic designer extraordinaire has designed some pretty darn cool items, including a Hydro Flask type 24 ounce water bottle that will remind you to get your water in because it literally says drink your freaking water on the bottle. An awesome canvas bag that says healthy crap on it. So there's no excuse not to carry along with you your supplements or whatever else you prefer, as well as our collection of keto love t-shirts. We also recently released our third edition cookbook. Thanks to Melissa RN, our operations manager, it has been updated and now contains nearly 500 MWLW approved recipes. Until next time.